Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Factors affecting the market. There are so many different things affecting the market, but how do you determine fair market price for your property? It's a really interesting concept in a seller's market where the sellers want $50,000, dollars $200,000 more. We've had valuations that's come in 10 20% lower than the property price and the vendor still maintaining that they need and the value, not only that they need, but the value of their property is 10 to 20% higher because of the leases they offer or the leases on the property or the capital works they're doing on the property. So how do you define capital works and how do you define all the different factors and the, the location? All of those things play into fair market value. And as more and more people come into the market, they're happy to accept much lower yield, much lower returns, and they're willing to pay higher prices. And valuers need to catch up or understand what's happening and what people are willing to pay. How do you pay fair market price? And for a property. So in this podcast, I'm going to walk you through the factors I think and what I've seen in looking at properties and assessing properties every single day in our buyer's agency service and our buyer agency company of how we assess what's fair market value when we go in for bad negotiations with the with the client and, or for the client and also with agents and vendors. And we're, I'm going to show you what I think are the factors, what are the most important factors, and how you can have them interplay, interrelate to each other so you can work out what fair market value is for any property deal you're Today, I'm actually going to cover off for you what are the factors affecting the commercial property market or, uh, as you call the commercial property industry, right? So there's multiple factors that affect the purchase price of a commercial property. And I really want to highlight this because I think a lot of people think, okay, it's just we have uh, people who are paying crazy prices and why they're paying crazy prices for this commercial property. But it's not so much that. But also, the one of the things that we got to look at is the trends that's happening in this market. There's a lot of people buying warehouses over retail and things like that. But it's not about that. It's that you look at a couple of things. Firstly, Baby boomers are coming to an end in terms of their work life. A lot of baby boomers extended their work, uh, basically their work life by about probably about five years after the GFC hit because they realized a lot of their resources were depleted and they have to have uh, be working for longer. A lot of them work for five extra years. And then we had the pandemic. And so a lot of them probably were at retirement age or they were taking early retirement where they can and they're basically having a, I guess, a reduced lifestyle to what they previously had. So if they thought they were going to travel a lot, well, they're not traveling now because for the last two years they haven't needed to travel. If they thought that perhaps potentially they could be... Um, they could be sort of uh, going out to fancy dinners or they didn't need to for the last two years, right? A lot of them also relocated to regional where they were in metro areas. So all of those things have made a push for baby boomers to either retire early or seek to retire now. But what happens when they retire is that they sell their principal home, which could be worth a lot and could be paid off, and they're downsizing and then they have extra cash in the bank and with that cash in the bank what they're doing is they're taking that cash and sticking it into commercial 
because they're putting it into commercial thinking that they're going to get better cash returns than they would in a bank or with a managed fund or if they to do anything else. It is safe. It's brick and mortar. And with the right type of tenants they, they can invest in, they're going to get continuous cash flow in the future and their buy and hold type of properties that they're looking at. And so because they've taken the money out of their they're basically either they sold off their assets in the principal home or they may have some investment money which has come through either um, projects or everything that's finished or potentially some residential there that's investments that they're cashing out and sticking that into commercial we're seeing a lot more people able to buy cash in the with uh, cash in the commercial property space but also we're seeing a lot of investors who are chasing cash flow more than before and because of that we're seeing lowering returns and it's not about if the interest rate goes up or if inflation goes up and how that's going to affect commercial property. And a lot of people think just because interest rates are going to go up, commercial property is going to come down. It's not going to do that because for people who are buying commercial property with cash, interest rates up and down makes no difference, right? It is about the people coming into the market and you're going to get baby boomers who are looking at retirement, looking for a way to have, find cash flow, diversification through commercial property along with bonds and shares and other kind of fund management is probably going to be the most safest way for them to invest in moving forward so that is why we have such we have a big big factor of one of these purchase these purchases having more demand and less supply and therefore the price goes up the other factor that affects commercial property is also current trends the current trends at the moment is that we've seen e-commerce and everyone knows how big e-commerce is. We see it all the time being advertised by Amazon and things like and, and other online retailers, how we're seeing our, some of our brand names disappear like David Jones, Grace Brothers, and we're seeing uh, a lot of other electronic wholesalers disappear. Like, you know, we're seeing that, you know, Bingley's and Harvey Normans aren't doing as well as they used to because everyone's buying online. We're seeing that the spike of someone like Hogan. And all of a sudden, we're inspired to own warehouse properties because we're seeing the different types of tenant. We're seeing that security. And because of that tenant and that security, that's what we're looking for in terms of a property investment. And all of a sudden, now buying warehouses was trendy. But remember, 10 years ago, in places like Wetherill Park, in places like uh, other industrial places around uh, further out of Brisbane, further out of Melbourne, like Coolaroos and, uh, and areas like Campbell, Campbellfields, and you've got around Wetherill Park, you've got Western Suburbs, and you've got um, Inner West. Those were really rough and dirty places, and warehouse properties were the least favourite back then. And there were, you know, every second or third warehouse was vacant, and it would take literally 12 to 18 months a tenant, a warehouse tenant or property. So, therefore, and no one wanted to buy a warehouse. But all of a sudden now, warehouses are skyrocketing. And when back then, 10 years ago, the yields on warehouses could be, you know, 8 to 10%. In, even in metro areas like Sydney, we're seeing commercial property yields right now for warehousing in Sydney and, and Melbourne at 2 to 3%, which is crazy, right? So that's what I talk about trends. Now, it is the big trend in the market is to buy a warehouse because it's considered secure. So everyone's buying it and that's pushing the prices up. So that's one of the factors. The other factor, underlying factor that also that's there that people don't talk about is we get a lot of media coverage. Media talks about, you know, how one asset is falling and the other one's gaining, how one one is uh, being the favorite and how most people would like to invest and that's, how that's a good investment over something else. 
and that all of a sudden you know, makes it trendy as well and during COVID, a lot of people wouldn't invest in commercial property because they hear the media all they see is people at shop closes and it makes them scared right it, it's general fear in the market also stops people from buying as well just like now there's a certain amount of people are not buying because of the election coming up because they don't know how that's going to impact their property investment in the future and their taxation, that people that are not buying because they want to wait for interest rate rises because they think that property value is going to go go down and there's people who are waiting around to see what inflation does. So there's a lot of people who are stopping to buy, which is kind of good because we already have excess demand. Imagine if those people came in, we'll have way over the top excess demand compared to supply as well so those are some of the factors but also further on there's more deeper underlying factors such as demographic movement and not only the aging population but demographic movement aging population the new trend in purchasing a lot of young people are no longer looking to buy their forever homes or the principal homes they're looking at renting or investments first which means that they might choose to invest in a commercial property over residential property for the first time and the first purchase then the other way around also secondly or thirdly, we're looking at a property that is going to give us uh, a, a cash flow boost. So someone who has started out traditionally thinking of investing in in growth rather than cash flow have now changed their way of thinking because, of course, we're a new age investment. The younger investors are chasing more cash flow and lifestyle. So they're looking at an investment that is more lifestyle and cash flow friendly. So we're bringing a new level of investment into the market as well. Then on top of that, we have uh, people who are now for the first time our, our owner can afford because of the low interest rate environment your owner occupiers who are now competing also in the commercial property market than they were before when interest rate was six percent for commercial or higher it was much harder for owner occupiers to compete but now at two to three percent it's much easier for owner occupiers to get into their own properties so now even vacant properties and uplift strategies there's a huge competition because you've got the uh, owner occupiers who want to come into the market so there's a whole host of factors that influence commercial property but you know you've got your number ones who is your sort of what's happening in the market in terms of investors the type of investors so we're seeing baby boomers actually retiring and moving their money into more cash flow assets than growth assets and that's creating a boom number two we've got the new way of investment younger people chasing more cash flow and lifestyle investment so that's bringing more investors number three demographic movement so there's more people who've because of COVID have pushed out into regional areas into seaside areas into large regional towns where they prefer to buy a commercial in somewhere where they can see touch and feel but also when they can get into a much cheaper than they would in the city but also potentially as owner-occupier. So number four is about owner-occupiers coming into the market because low interest rates at the moment means that int that, uh, that owner-occupiers can afford to buy their own rather than rent, which means that vacant properties that used to go for cheaper are now much higher in price as well. So there's more competition even from vacant and uplift properties. So that's number four. And finally, number five, interest rates, inflation, media, the general public creates trends in the market where something is really popular. Right now, it's really trendy to buy warehouses. And as a result of that, you will find that warehouses are achieving really high purchase prices, but really low returns. But, you know, 
10 years ago it was the opposite we get more retail people paying high high purchase prices low returns and warehouse getting the highest returns but now that's flipped on its head but in time office spaces will come back retail spaces will come back warehouses will stay stagnant for a while until uh until the market gives them another chance to surge again so it all comes in cycles on the property time on property times and different states rather than the property clock in terms of uh, in residential commercial is based on the tenant and on the cycle of what is popular for that particular class of commercial property so there you have it these are factors all contributing to the big melting pot that is commercial property and sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad what we're seeing right now is that it is a seller's market that there's always someone else willing to take the property or buy the property at a much higher price than you are so you got to make sure you're fast you got to grab the deal you got to make sure that you are in the market ready to buy and be market ready so if you're not sure what that is reach out to us helentarrant.com let us do a strategy session let us walk you through partner up with you and show you how you can achieve financial freedom through a commercial property You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.